we made it to episode six welcome to all of you who are returning listeners and if you're new here extra special welcome also i hope that you stick around this is a completely unscripted podcast i generally don't know what i'm going to talk about until i hit record i share current experiences maybe past experiences and pretty much how the gospel has helped me to not lose my mind through it all and since the past week was completely uneventful i am going to turn our attention to something from the past today i was speaking with a friend and (laughs) um we were talking about a lot of things um things about relationships and why they failed and just some of her our experiences i was talking to her about um you know going through divorce and all of those things i'll probably talk about that a little bit more in detail in a future episode something that we were talking about was um having sexual relations outside of marriage i wasn't always a member of the church i joined 10 years ago and now i'm a 30 something so i joined in my early thir- early 20s and so i wasn't always you know abiding by church standards because i wasn't a part of the church and i actually wasn't affiliated with any church to be honest yeah i believed that there is a god and i believed that the bible was real i mean without covenants and stuff it wasn't like at the forefront of my mind about what i should be doing how i should be living my life things like that and i've known her since Mm, high school university somewhere around there so we go back way back quite a while and we were talking about relationships and she was mentioning to me no I think I was saying I was saying I was talking about dating and there being such a burden lifted not having a sexual relationship with the person that I'm dating that kind of spurred a conversation where she was mentioning relationships and how having sex can really blur things blur our perception and and it's really true it's funny where I'm at a lot of the members of the church who were my age at the time when I joined a lot of them you know they grew up in the church they they didn't know about this life outside of church right I was already doing like everything under the sun like drinking partying staying out late um having sex all of those things right it's just there were no laws that were kept I was you know relaying to my friend that it was so refreshing being able to step back from all of that um, when I decided to join the church. I was just tired of it all. And taking that step back was relief. Now, I'm not going to say that it was easy 
there are a lot of guys out there, you know, I'm going to be very frank right now. A lot of guys are like, well, you're not a virgin. So what, what, what do you mean that you're not having sex? That's a thing. Mind you, they're, they're not going to force it on you unless they're a creep. At the same time, the relationship cannot thrive because that would be a necessary requirement. It's funny, right? Why is it that we need permission to say no? Or at least that's how I felt. Let me not speak for anyone else. That's how I felt. Because the norm, you know, in in society, or at least in my society, in my world, was, okay, well, you know, you're an adult. We're all adults here. These are the things that adults do. And especially if you're not a virgin or you're not a church girl, then there's no reason for you to hold out. Even if I wanted to have a relationship that is free of sexual intimacy, then (laughs) it was next to impossible because I felt like I had to justify why I wanted it to be this way. You know, I kind of felt really good when I joined the church. I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm a church girl. <laughs> now I have an excuse, right? I'm using it as a crutch, as an excuse. I mean, it was a very good excuse. But it actually showed me something about myself that I really was not that confident in the decisions that I was making at the time. And I mean, which 20-something person is? Even now, in my 30s, I still doubt some things. But I'm a lot more confident now, having garnered certain lessons from experiences. I felt really good in the dating world at that time, where I could say no. And, oh, I have, I'm justified in saying no. Because, oh, yeah, it's, mm-mm, it's against my religion. <laughs> or it's, it's part of my church standards, no. That aside, I was talking to her about... The benefits because she was saying that every time she goes into a new relationship she's saying oh you know maybe she'll just not do this right she'll just make it a sex-free relationship and see where it goes but then you know temptations are there and you slip and the thing about me is I'm not judging I'm I'm not judging her I I could never I don't like to judge people because I know that I've been there, I've done that. Just because, no, I found the gospel, it does not mean that I am a better person than they are. I am a better person for myself, right? I am better than who I was before, but I'm not above anybody else because I am now a part of the church. We have a responsibility to testify of truth and guide people to the truth and help them to come to their own realization of the truth. So I just said to her that, honestly, that was the best decision I ever made to abstain from sexual relations because every relation, every person that I've dated since being a member of the church, it felt like, wow, this is weird. Um, I was going to say, for those of you who know what alcohol tastes like or know what being drunk is like, it's like you were drunk and now you're sober. So not sure how many can relate, but it's a very legitimate example. It is like you were drunk and now you're sober. Seeing the relationships 
with fresh eyes, it's so different. There are a lot of red flags that were there before, but a lot of times because sex blurs the lines, we're not able to see what's really there. You know, there's just this dependency on the physical. Sometimes we make excuses and we justify and we're like, oh, well, it's not that bad because what? Because you're now invested sexually and by extension emotionally. And by the way, this is not meant to judge anybody. This is just my experience I am sharing. So I was explaining to her because, you know, she could relate. So I was explaining to her like I could see through some of the people that I was dating after maybe a couple of dates, I could see through them and realize that, yeah, this isn't going to go anywhere. Um, some of them even wanted, you know, almost felt like it was a challenge to get me to break my covenants. And I'm like, okay, well, this person is not for me. Whereas probably before, I would just think that, oh, they care. And, you know, because they we care about each other, it should be okay. And when it really was something very physical and maybe they did care but I didn't care enough for it to be something lasting I was explaining to her how it felt even slipping I've slipped before and I've had to talk to the bishop about that it's really really hard in the beginning because you are literally doing away with something that was normal it was a lifestyle and you are completely changing it, changing it like you're, you were right and now you're going left kind of thing. That's how it feels. It's a, it's a complete change. And I explained to her that it is hard when you're doing that, especially in the beginning. It is very, very, very difficult because it's almost like, I don't know, an addict, a drug addict you're going through withdrawals because your body is just used to this and now you're going through withdrawals I don't know the science of it I don't know if this is even real but that was my reality over time it got easier especially the more I clung to the gospel the more I prayed the more I asked the savior to help me to fight those feelings and to stay on the path and anytime as I said, there, there, there was a time when I didn't do that and I fell off and I had to go to the bishop and, you know, it was okay. Ultimately, what I could testify to her was that keeping the law of chastity really does bring happiness. It might feel lonely because I felt lonely, like, wow, so how am I ever going to find somebody? <laughs> But that's not all you have to offer, right? That's not all you have to offer. You have so much more, so many gifts, talents, your intelligence, just the way you do things, your values, all of those things. You have so much to offer, right? Your creativity, all of that. And people can see that in you. They can. And they can see it readily when they're not distracted by a sexual relation because then at some point it sometimes becomes overpowering so I'm gonna keep this brief but I will say that I know that the law of chastity is there for a reason it is for our safety it is for our well-being it is for our happiness 
And if we stay well within the lines of that law, we will be so happy in the end and even in our daily lives. It might feel lonely sometimes, but I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt that breaking the law of chastity won't bring you happiness. It may bring instant gratification, but it won't bring real and lasting happiness. And if you're like me, who has slipped before, I implore you to go and see your bishop. It might feel scary and you might feel afraid and ashamed, but these leaders are there to help us. That's why they were, you know, that's why the church is built up the way it is. It doesn't matter your feelings towards them or anything like that. If you are sincere about repentance, the Lord will make everything else work out exactly the way it needs to. So don't be afraid. Go ahead. Go through that repentance process. You will be much better off for it and you will feel that burden lift. And if you're not a member of the church or if you know (laughs) you just happen to stumble upon this podcast, just give it a try. Abstaining from sexual relations before you're married going outside of that it does bring unhappiness and i know that if we abide by this law you'll feel happiness and i say these things in the name of jesus christ amen